Hey guys, Kyle back with Kyle Burrell's Unedited Podcast, episode number 73, I believe. Yep, 73. Um, not going to be a huge one because I think I'm going to try to do a podcast on Sunday or Monday with Fee. So this one's going to be basically just going over a few things, kind of highlighting some stuff. We'll kick it off with my post-week NFL or post-week 11 NFL Top 16 Power Rankings. <clears throat> um, then we'll go to game predictions. I just have mine right now. I'll get my brother's later, but I'll get mine out. Um, then we're going to go to some MMA headlines and discussions. Um, post week 12 college football top 23 power rankings. <clears throat> and then my post week 12 playoff and New Year's Six Bowl projections. Um, then we'll go college football week 12 reactions and week 13 predictions. And then we're going to get in. We do have a mock draft, 2.0, fourth mock draft, 2023 NFL mock draft. Uh, realized last time they did 32 teams. Obviously, the Dolphins don't have their pick, so it'll be the correct uh, the correct 31 this time. And then we'll do the uh, podcast fantasy football league update. So let's kick it off with the rankings. Like I said, I don't think it should be too long, maybe about a 30-minute pod, but I just wanted to get you know the usual out there. But Sunday or Monday, if we can get Fee on, that'll be a longer one for sure. So at number one, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I mean, I think they're undoubtedly the best team in the NFL right now. Uh, just they can just win. You know, he had yeah, Kadarius Tony, Juju, and Nicole Harbin down. They still find a way to win on the road against the Chargers. Chiefs are just very good. I have the Dolphins at two. I think the Dolphins are very good. I think they are the them and the Bills are the threat in the AFC to the Chiefs, in my opinion. Bengals maybe the Ravens, but I love what the Dolphins have done this year. Uh, I think they'd be around eight and two, nine and one if Tua didn't get hurt. Uh, I got the Eagles at three at nine and one. They're not impressive, you know. Tight win over the Colts, you know, but the Eagles are still nine and one. You still have to respect nine and one at this point. Cowboys at seven and three at four for me after the trouncing of the Minnesota Vikings, forty to three. The defense came. The defense heard the noise. Uh, the offense obviously heard the noise. They played really good. Turnover free football. Good win for the boys. I still have the Vikings at five. I still think they're a good team. Um, you know, it was just the Cowboys played really good on at all aspects of the game, and it just went the Cowboys' way. Uh, I got the Bills at six, coming off a win over the Browns. Um, you know, I like the Bills, and Josh Allen's so talented. Like I said, I think he's still easily the second-best quarterback in the NFL, but it's just tough. They don't have a run game. They, you know, I just I have I have a hard time – seeing them beating the elite teams in close games. Um, the Chiefs, the Dolphins, the Ravens, or Bengals, the Titans, if they had to play them in the playoffs. Uh, you know, they just, they, you know, they seem to lack a little bit of, you know, I don't know what, a clutchness, I guess, late. It just seems that way. I have the Ravens at seven. They're seven and three as well. Won four in a row now. Not impressive win versus the Panthers, but they got it done. That's all that matters. Niners. Six and four at eight. They're scary good. The Niners are. I think they're the best team. I, I Right now, you have to go off. You still have to go off body of work, too, in these rankings. I would pick them as my favorites right now, though, to come out of the NFC. Uh, Titans at nine. They look really good. Again, they just play tough, hard-nosed football. That's what the Titans do. And they're a problem for any team because if, they can, if the run game gets established and their defense is playing like that, they could have beaten the Chiefs with Malik Willis. You know, so the Titans, Titans look good. I get the Bengals at 10, coming off a division win over the Steelers. Um, again, I think the Bengals are dangerous. I worry about their defense, though. I don't think they're very good. You know, they're probably going to have to win higher scoring games in the playoffs because I just don't think the defense is there. Giants at 11, 
got their ass whooped by the Lions. I had to drop them. I just don't think they're that good. I think they still are a playoff team, but I think they're a first-round exit. Um, I got the Buccaneers at 12 coming out. They're on a, they were on a bye. They play the Browns this week. I think Tom figures it out. I bet they finish 10-7 and 7 or 11-6, and 6, to be honest. I'd say 10-7 and 7 more likely. I think you know they'll win that division. Uh, Seattle coming off a bye. They're at 13 for me. Again, I just... I like Geno and I love the story. I just don't trust him uh, all the way, especially in a playoff game. I really wouldn't trust him. Uh, Patriots at 14 off a 10-3 win over the Jets. Again, the defense is, you know, looked really, really good. They have one of the best defenses, if not the best in the NFL. I got the Redskins at 15. They're going to be on a bye this week, I believe, but they've looked really good since Heineke's became the quarterback. And it was a debate between the Falcons and Chargers. I went Chargers. I still think the Chargers are good, obviously not great. I think they could find their way into the last wild card. They got to win this week against the Cardinals. Um, but yeah, those will be my those are my top sixteen power rankings after week eleven, uh, coming down the stretch. Uh, so game predictions right now I'm ninety five, sixty five and one. My brother's eighty eight, seventy two and one. So gonna have obviously just my picks. These are the Thanksgiving Thursday games: Bills at Lions. I get the Bills thirty one seventeen. Giants at Cowboys. I got the Cowboys 30-17. Patriots at Vikings. This is a tough one for me. I'm going to go Vikings bounce back 23-20 at home. Uh, Sunday early game, so around the noon hour. Uh, Broncos at Panthers. Uh, give me the Broncos 20-17. Bucks at Browns. Give me the Buccaneers 24-17. Ravens at Jags. Give me the Ravens 27-20. Texans at Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins big 34-14. Bears at Jets. This is my upset of the week. Bears are six-point dogs. I'm going Bears 24-22. Bengals at Titans. Uh, I'm going to go Titans in a close one here, 30-27. Um, I think there'll be a few more points than the Titans usually play. Usually their games are, but I think the Titans do get it done. Falcons at Redskins. This was a tough one. I'm going Redskins in a nail-biter, so they're actually not on a buy. I don't know when their buy is then. 27-24 Redskins. So Sunday mid to late day games, so the three of the three of five, three twenty five, and then obviously the Sunday night football. Uh, Chargers at Cardinals. I'm going Chargers thirty four thirty. Rams at Chiefs. Even if Stafford plays, I think it's going to be ugly. Thirty one sixteen. Chiefs could be worse. Raiders at Seahawks. I'm going to go Raiders here twenty seven twenty three. That one was I was back and forth on as well. Uh, Saints at Niners. Give me Niners twenty eight seventeen, and then Sunday night football. Packers at Eagles. I wanted to go Packers, but I'm going to go twenty three twenty Philly. And then Monday Night Football, I'm going to go Steelers over the Colts, 26-23. So some MMA headlines and discussions. We're going to take a look at some future cards, even early into next year. Um, we do have a change-up that we're going to talk about. Yuri Prohoshka has been uh, – he's had to pull out of the fight with Glover due to injury. Um, let's see, what is it going to be, UFC 282? So that card is now changed, of course. Um Patty Pimble will be the co-main event. Do we have a fight card before that, though? We do. Do we have two fight cards before that? We do. Terrible fight card. Oh, no, this happened. We do have one fight card before it. So I believe they have a break this week, weekend they do, and then they go December 3rd. Uh, will be a UFC fight night between Stephen Wonderboy Thompson and Kevin Hall, and that's an outstanding fight. Uh, pretty good card, honestly. Uh, Barbarina versus Dos Anjos. Matthias Nicolau against Matt Schnell, Taitu Avasa and Sergey Pavlovich, Eric Anders and Kyle Bacchus. Also got Nico Price, Philip Rowe, Guida Holtzman, Michael Johnson, Diakesi, Elkins, Jonathan Pierce, Tracy Cortez back against Amanda Hebas. It's a really good fight night, honestly. Uh, we only have 
we have three cards left for fan fight picks. I mean, I'd have to update the standings. I don't have them right now. Uh, we got, and then we got the now Blahovich and Inc. Live. I heard that they might try to add a fight, but they don't. I mean, it's a really good card. It just doesn't have huge name power. Patty Pimblett's the biggest name. So as of right now, it's going to be because Glover has declined to fight because he really just wanted to fight Yuri in rematch because he felt he gave that one away. I, I don't know if Glover's going to be retiring now or waiting for Yuri. I don't know what's going to happen there. But now the light, Yuri has completely vacated the title because it could sound like he could be up out up to a year, and he said he didn't want to hold up the division. Obviously, when he comes back, he'll fight for the title immediately. So now the new main event is Jan Blahovich versus Magomed Inkalaev for the light heavyweight title. Um, the full light heavyweight title, not an interim. It's going to be for the title. The co-main event's going to be Paddy Pimblett in the, you know, I know he's been on his England card, but this is the biggest stage for him. A co-main event in Vegas against Jared Gordon, a tough fighter. This is Paddy's biggest fight to date. He's going to be putting in the co-main event slot unless they add a fight. Uh, Robbie Lawler versus Ponza Nibio going to be a banger. Bryce Mitchell to is a great fight. Right now, I think they're going to probably bump up. I would guess they bump up Either they keep Till and Duplessis the main event of the prelims, or they could bump that fight up. That's a great fight. You have that uh, Raul Rosas who signed at 17 years old with the UFC. I think he's 18 now. Uh, Rosenstruck and Chris Dock is a good one. Uh, Shabazian's back. Billy Corntillo against uh, Alexander Hernandez. And then Chris Curtis and Yoquan Buckley should be very, very entertaining. Uh, then to end the year, I believe. This will be the last fight of the year. Yeah, I think. Yep, it is. Um, I don't know if the card's full, but there's some okay fights on it. It's not great to end the year, um, but it's near Strickland, the main event. That's a big fight. Uh, Casares, Julian Arosa is a good one. Jake Matthews versus Matthew Schmel- Schmelzenberger. Uh, Sarukian back against Ismagulov. That's a very, very good fight. Um, Julian Marquez, Duran Wynn, good fight there. So that will be the end of the year card. And to open it up right now, it's just Gaslam versus... Uh, Nazardin Imavov uh, in the main event. They haven't announced, or they have announced some, okay. Jeff Neal versus Shavkat. Holy shit, that's a good one. Jeff Molina's on the card. Caitlin Vieira versus Raquel Pennington. Umar Nurmagomedov on the card. That's a pretty good one. Then you got UFC 283. Um, I don't know if this is done, but I'm not, I'm not quite sure. The main event is Figueredo Moreno for the undisputed title. Shogun's on the card. You got Paul Craig, Johnny Walker. That's a good one. Warley Alves, Nicholas Dalby. Um, not the greatest pay-per-view, though, I'll say. Uh, obviously, Gilbert Burns and Neil Magny just got announced for it. It's an okay card. I wouldn't say good, but... Uh, then a UFC fight night. Uh, they haven't announced the main event, I don't think. Uh, UFC 284 is a great one, though. Uh, that's a big card. You got a... Uh, they're going to spice it up, they said. You got Islam Mahachev versus Volkanovski for the lightweight title. Yair Josh Emmett for the interim featherweight title. Robert Whitaker versus Paulo Costa. Uh, Jim Crew, Alonzo Menafield, Justin Toffa, Parker Porter, and then they added Kai Car France and Alex Perez. That's a banger of a fight as well. I'm sure that's the farthest they've gone for main events. I believe it is. It is. It's the farthest they've gone for main events. So that's the upcoming UFC fight. It's kind of a bummer that you know the injury happened to Yuri. Get a drink real quick. yeah that was a bummer um but yeah so in other words uh bellator had a big card uh nemka or umar uzman Nurmagomedov defeated pitbull easily to become the lightweight champion nemkov dominated Corey anderson he will now 
defend against Yoel Romero in February on CBS. First time CBS hosted an MMA card since 2013, I believe. That'll be the co-main event to Bader Fedor 2 that will headline the CBS card. Um, this will be Fedor's uh, retirement fight, looking to go out as the heavyweight champion of the world. So that'll be a big card on CBS in February for uh, um, Bellator, which they put they did you know the right math. It's a week before the big Volkanovski Islam card, so they did the right right thing there. So now we're gonna get into my post week twelve college football top twenty three power rankings. At number one, one through four, basically remains the same. Uh, Georgia at one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, TCU at four. I mean, those are the simple. That's the easiest four. The committee had LSU at five. I do not. I have USC at five at ten and one, and LSU at six at nine and two. Um, I have Alabama at seven. They are nine and two as well. Clemson at eight at ten and one. I then have Penn State at nine and two. Hold on, I have got to change something real quick. Let me just go through this real fast. Sorry about this little pause. Okay, I think I have it right now. I just didn't adjust something real quick. I just hadn't adjusted significant risers and stuff. Okay. Let's get back. Can I find it? Here we are. Okay, Penn State at 9, at 9 and 2. Oregon at 10, at 10 and 2. I then have Kansas State at 11, at 8 and 3. Tennessee at 12, at 9 and 2. Washington at 13, at 9 and 2. Notre Dame at 14, at 8 and 3. North Carolina at 15 at 9 and 2, Utah at 16 at 8 and 3, Florida State at 17 at 8 and 3, UCLA 18 at 8 and 3, Cincinnati 19 at 9 and 2, Tulane at 20 at 9 and 2, Ole Miss at 21 at 8 and 3, South Carolina at 22 at 7 and 4, and Oregon State at 23 at 8 and 3. So significant risers was K-State 15 to 11. Washington eighteen to thirteen, Notre Dame nineteen to fourteen, Florida State twenty to seventeen, Cincinnati twenty two to nineteen, Tulane twenty three to twenty, and South Carolina unranked to twenty two. <coughs> Significant uh, fallers: um, Tennessee fifteen to twelve, uh, North Carolina nine to fifteen, Utah twelve to sixteen, Old Miss fifteen to twenty one, and UCF seventeen to unranked. Teams in consideration so the next five out. Coastal Carolina at nine and one, Texas at seven and four, UCF at eight and three, Iowa at seven and four, and Louisville at seven and four. So um, now we'll do my post week twelve playoffs and New Year's uh, six bowl projections. We'll start at the semifinals because those are easiest. Right now it'd be Georgia versus TCU and Ohio State versus Michigan. Obviously that's going to change next week. Uh, the Rose Bowl as of right now would be Penn State versus USC. Uh, the Orange Bowl would be Clemson versus Alabama. Um, Sugar Bowl right now would be LSU versus Kansas State. Uh, 
and the Cotton Bowl is at large would be Oregon getting in the last at large spot against the Group of Five, Cincinnati. Uh, that would be the my New Year's Six bowl projections as of right now. So let's go with my main five reactions to Week Eleven. I think Caleb Williams is the Heisman front runner right now. If he goes and beats Notre Dame, and then Oregon. Or Washington, he's got it wrapped in my opinion. Twelve and one might have, probably would have USC in the playoff. Uh, yeah, I think uh, he would have it wrapped up. Um, TCU's magic will run out, but will it be before the playoffs? So I mean, I'm saying I don't think TCU wins a game in the playoff. I think that's when their magic runs out. But could it run out before? You know who they got? West Virginia, I think this week probably doesn't run out. If it's West Virginia, I think it's West Virginia. And then K State or Texas in the Big Twelve, it could, it could. Uh, it could run out there for sure, so we'll see. We'll see. Can TCU do it? Two more games and get into the playoffs. Ohio State, Michigan loser will still have a shot at the playoff, but slim. They will. They're gonna need help, obviously. So let's say Ohio State wins, and let's just say Georgia wins SC title, so they're in. Um, Michigan would need one of USC or TCU to lose to get in. But if they let's just say let's just say USC runs the table, but TCU loses in the Big Twelve title. I think the playoff would honestly end up being Georgia 1, Ohio State 2, um, USC 3, and then Michigan. They could have to worry about Clemson because the loser is going to have to also worry about Clemson. Because if Clemson wins their title, will the committee choose the team that played on conference championship weekend over a team that didn't play for a conference title? It's very possible. They would love to see Clemson lose as well. Um, but yeah, uh, Tennessee season is over, obviously. Hendon Hooker out. Um, it's over, and there's no clear favorite for the title, in my opinion. I think Georgia is probably the best team in the country, but beatable. I think they're definitely beatable. I don't think they're anywhere near as close to as good as they were last year. Uh, results from my Week 12 Top 5 Games League predictions, it went very good. 5-0. and oh, I had TCU over Baylor, Michigan over Illinois, Arkansas over Ole Miss, USC over UCLA, and Oregon over Utah. All hit. I'm 38-22 and 22 now overall. That was a big week. So the top my week thirteen top five games of the week predictions it is all top twenty three matchups number twenty two lane at number nineteen Cincinnati Friday at eleven a.m. Uh, I'm going Cincinnati twenty seven twenty four in a tight one uh, number twenty two South Carolina at number eight Clemson Saturday at eleven a.m. Give me Clemson thirty four twenty four number three Michigan at number two Ohio State give me Ohio State thirty one twenty four that's also Saturday at eleven a.m. Number 10, Oregon at number 23, Oregon State, Saturday at 2.30. It's a big one for Oregon because if they lose and Washington wins, Washington is in. I'm going to take Oregon and Nailbiter 23-20 on the road. Uh, Notre Dame, number 14, Notre Dame at number 5, USC. Give me SC 38-31. That's Saturday at 6.30. Um, so only a couple more segments left here. Like I said, it's basically just a recap podcast you know, from NFL, MMA. Now we're going to get into the mock draft. Um, let me get a drink again, and then we're going to get into the podcast league update. Okay, here we go. Number one overall pick, the Houston Texans. They've benched Davis Mills now. Bryce Young, quarterback out of Alabama to the Texans. Panthers, obviously need a quarterback. C.J. Stroud, quarterback out of Ohio State. Bears are up to three. I like picking a receiver for them, but they're up higher now. I wouldn't take a receiver at three. Either this is a trade down or you have to take Will Anderson. I'm not projecting trades right now, so I'm going Will Anderson, the edge out of Alabama. Raiders at four. 
Jalen Carter, the interior D lineman out of Georgia. They need some help defensively. And Jalen Carter's an animal. Seahawks at five via Denver. Uh, I'm gonna have them taking Miles Murphy, the edge out of Clemson. They, you know, they that's their. I think that's their main target in the draft is an edge rusher. Well, Miles Murphy's an animal. Lions at six via the Rams. I'm going Keeley Ringo. Def- I think obviously the Lions would love Stroud or Young, but right here I'm gonna go with Keeley Ringo, the defensive back out of Georgia. Texans, their second pick via the Browns. So you drafted Young. Let's get him a big weapon. Quentin Johnson, the wide receiver out of TCU. Steelers at eight. Ole Fashanu, offensive tackle out of Penn State. Uh, need to help protect Kenny Pickett. Jaguars, I think you need to build on the O-line as well. Peter Skoronsky, the tackle out of Northwestern. He can possibly play guard as well. So you got a versatile guy on the offensive line there. Eagles via the Saints. I'm going Tyree Wilson, the edge out of Texas Tech. Cardinals, give me Cam Smith, the defensive back out of South Carolina. They need help in the secondary bad. Their secondary is terrible. Uh, Packers, this should be obvious. Unless Rodgers is traded, this would be Will Levis. But right now, I'm going Jackson Smith and Jigba, the wide receiver out of Ohio State. 13, Detroit's second pick. This is where they take their quarterback. Will Levis, the quarterback out of Kentucky. Colts, you could argue quarterback. I think they're going to be in the Jimmy G sweepstakes when he's a free agent. Give me Jordan Addison, the wide receiver out of USC. You have your big body Pittman. Get your reception guy, you know, and Jordan Addison. Falcons, I'm going Brian Brisset, the interior D lineman out of Clemson. Chargers, Paris Johnson, Jr., the offensive tackle out of Ohio State. Got to protect Herbert. Redskins, uh, I'm going to show up the secondary. Give me Joey Porter, Jr., defensive back out of Penn State. Jets, tackle, I mean, they've drafted offensive line, but, you know, guys are getting hurt. Give me Broderick Jones, the offensive tackle out of Georgia. Buccaneers, could have gone multiple ways here. I go corner or defensive back. I'm going to go Christian Gonzalez, the DB out of Oregon. Broncos via the 49ers from the Dolphins, though. They traded Bradley Chubb for this pick. It was the Dolphins' pick, but they owned it from San Fran. Give me Nolan Smith, the edge out of Georgia, to replace Bradley Chubb. Seahawks with their second pick. Again, I think they're going to go heavy defense. This time it's an interior linebacker, Trenton Simpson out of Clemson. He's a stud. Those are their two big needs is linebacker and edge. They got him. Um, Patriots at 22. I'm going Kayshawn Boutte, wide receiver out of LSU. Um, get Mac Jones some more weapons, a guy that can, you know, he's good playmaker, could be really explosive. I like that pick for them. Bengals at 23. You could have went tackle. You could have went corner. I went luxury for the Bengals. Tight end out of Notre Dame, Michael Mayer. I mean, Joe Burrow is going to have unbelievable weapons. Uh, Bills at 24. I'm going B. John Robinson, the running back out of Texas. They need a legit run game, and B. John looks like he's going to be an every down back in the NFL. Uh, 25, the Ravens. I'm going Jalen Hyatt, the wide receiver out of Tennessee. He's flew up my board. He's played really well this year. They need a guy that can make big plays, and that's what Jalen Hyatt does. Uh, 26, the Titans. I'm going Isaiah Foskey, the edge out of Notre Dame. Sure up the D-line. You know, Vrabel loves building up the defense. There's a great pick for them. Cowboys at 27. I'm going defensive back out of Texas A&M. Antonio Johnson um, plays safety, but he can play all over the field. Um, And they just need help in the secondary. I would say he's the best available. Giants. I'm going Noah Sewell, the interior linebacker. You could have went. You could have went corner for the Giants. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a linebacker here though. Noah Sewell out of Oregon. Vikings. I'm gonna say you know keep getting younger, bringing guys at the defensive back. Clark Phillips, the DB out of Utah, is who I would go with for Minnesota at 29. At 30, the Chiefs. I'm going Jared Versay, the edge out of Florida State. Um, he's played really well. He's filling up boards. 
Um, I like him a lot, and the Chiefs, I think, need some help at edge. Uh, Eagles, I'm going Brian Branch, the defensive back out of Alabama. Again, play safety, but can play all over the field. Uh, they're going to go defense heavy. They already took the edge. Their offense is loaded. You could see a running back if they choose not to bring back Miles Sanders, so you could see Jameer Gibbs here potentially in some mock drafts. But for right now, I'm going to go Brian Branch, the defensive back out of Alabama. So, like I said, we're only 25 minutes in, but like I said, it's going to be a short one, but we're going to have a long one coming Sunday or Monday most likely. Um, And we'll just have a lot more to talk about heading into conference championship weekend after uh, next week. So let's go to the sleeper. I've dropped off right now. I'm down to fourth. I believe I've lost two or three in a row. Has not been good. Um, Yeah, it's not been good for me. So the league standings as is, again, four teams make the playoffs. Miller at eight and three and one. Josh at seven and four and two at two. Trey at seven and four at three. Myself at six and five now at four. Craig at six and five at five. My brother at four and seven and sixth. Uh Fletch at three and eight and seven. And Coley at three and eight and eighth. Um Yeah. Uh, I have to win. I mean, it's kind of a fight. I don't want to, you know, I'm not shitting on my brother Fletcher Bryce, but it's kind of down to a, right now, a five-man race for the playoffs. Two games separate fifth and one. Only one game, obviously, second to fifth. So it's a big game. I play this week's matchup. I play Bryce, who's last in the league right now. My brother plays Trey. Craig plays Fletch and Miller and Josh play, which is a massive game for the league. Um... So right now my lineup going into the week is Allen at quarterback, McCaffrey at running back, um, ETN at running back, Diggs and Hopkins at receiver, Dalton Schultz at tight end, Waddle and Goblin in my flex, and then Dak in my super flex. So both my quarterbacks play Thursday on Thanksgiving or tomorrow on Thanksgiving. Uh, Daniel Carlson, my kicker, and then I'm going Denver defense. Um. Yeah, I need a win. I need a win in the worst way possible. Zach Ertz out again, so that kind of hurts me at tight end a little. Hopefully Schultz. I mean, how many guys? I got to have. I got one, two, three. I have four guys playing on Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving, 11 o'clock game and 3 o'clock game is going to be huge for my fantasy day. Um, hopefully I can find a way to get a win. Like I guess there won't be a KB in the boys this week. Obviously Thanksgiving's tomorrow. We're just not going to do one. I've, I'll have the picks posted on – or the – the locks for the boys posted on Twitter. Um, I can give you the rankings right now, though. Colby sits at one at eighteen and fifteen. He went two and one last week. I am two at seventeen, thirteen, and three. I went two zero oh, and one. Um, I do have my locks in. I'm going Senegal over one and a half goals versus Qatar at minus one eleven. Netherlands money line versus Ecuador at minus one thirty. And Notre Dame team total points over 29.5 versus USC at minus 111. Uh, Fletch in third at 17 and 16. He was 2 and 1 last week. Uh, he's going Colts minus 2.5 versus the Steelers. Falcons money line versus the Redskins. And Bucks minus 3.5 versus the Browns. Carter tied with Fletcher at 17 and 16. He went 2 and 1 last week. Tate went 0 and 3, so he falls to fourth at 16, 16 and 1. Miller went 3 and 0 again. Uh, he's 14 and 19 now. He's got Auburn plus 22 and a half versus Alabama, Kansas State minus 10 and a half versus Kansas, and Notre Dame money line versus USC. Uh, Nick went two and one last week. He's 14, 18 and one, 
And then Schmidt still sitting in last after a 2-1 weekend, 12-20-1. There will be no panel parlay announced, but those are the standings. Um, Don't think we really have much more to talk about. Um, But yeah, like I said, it's going to be a short one because, you know, I want to talk, I want to save a lot of stuff that me and Fee are going to talk about for Sunday, Monday. Um, So the pod will be out earlier than Tuesday or this week. I just did Wednesday since there's no KB and the boys right in the middle of the week. Um, But yeah, me and Fee should be doing one either Sunday or Monday, hopefully. Um, You know how, you know, me and Fee, I think the shortest one we've done is two hours and 30 minutes. So I expect it to be a long one. And that's why I just wanted to get one out though with all the NFL predictions and, you know, reactions and college football, mock draft, get it out, little MMA headlines. Um, But yeah, we'll be back. Like I said, hopefully Sunday or Monday with Fee. Uh, and it'll be a long one. And then obviously KB and the boys will resume next Thursday. Um, but I'll, yeah, like I said, I'll announce the locks on Twitter. Uh, hope they, we, I'm telling them to get it in by tonight or tomorrow morning. So I'll have the locks put in on Twitter Thursday um, for sure. But uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.